five inches of beauty. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Hammer the Over. It is Wednesday, November 1st. The 1st. And uh, we are back here with episode 11. I'm Fred West. With me today is Evan Drone and special guest Tom Mill today for a full episode. How we get? How we doing, guys? Doing well. You know, it's snow today. Yeah. Um, coming off a little Halloween action last night, so we're kind of <laughs> we're jumping right into winter after, after fall season uh, comes to an end. Um, Do you guys trick or treat? You know what? I didn't trick or treat, but I ended up with a whole lot of candy in my pocket. Did you guys get trick or treaters at either of your houses? Uh, you gotta ask Ewald that one. I uh, I wasn't there. He, he took the whole week off. I, I've been working. <laughs> he took so. the whole week. Off. I don't think I don't think um, coming up to the door would be too pleasing to see Ewald at the door with candy. No, I mean I guess it's Halloween, so it's gonna be scary. He'd probably hand yeah. out pre workout these days. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> yeah. little little bumps of pre workout. A little creatine, creatine, oh, creatine, keep them going. Speaking yeah. of Halloween. Uh, we had ourselves, or mostly Tom, had himself. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you follow me on Twitter, you you probably have seen my tweets about hashtag Keggate twenty uh, twenty seventeen. Um, the uh, third annual lodge Halloween party was an absolute raging success. Yeah, it was a smash. It was it was a blast. Uh, Walt was blind. <laughs> Mark didn't make it. Yeah, that's um, what I heard. There were a lot of all star performances. Church in the, uh, the Kermit the suit. suit. That I was can't. Incredible. I couldn't get enough of Church in the Kermit suit. <laughs> yeah, I could have seen pictures of him as a frog stuffed into a sleeping bag. I don't think the, the Kermit, I don't think the Kermit suit could get enough church. <laughs> Every bit of it. I don't think that I don't think that Evan talked to many people at the party. He was too busy taking videos of church in the Kermit suit. <laughs> doing my job, you know. But the the party ends. I go outside to get you know another beer and, and you know heavy into the third keg and it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Ewald's losing it. Andy's freaking out. Dave doesn't really know what's going on. I go to Luce, to Den, and all those guys are over there trying to figure out if they see anything. Nothing. No leads. No nothing. Keg Gate 2017. Who was the last person to see the keg? I, I don't know. Honestly, we like I thought it was Den and those guys who left, and no leads. Literally nothing. Radio silence. Throw it in the Facebook group. Nobody says anything. Nothing. Well, that's why Ewald took the week off, right? He's looking. <laughs> He's been looking for the cat. He's got. You go in the basement. Ewald's got like one of those mats with all the strings like attaching. He's got the FBI strings going from person to person. We should have a this. Yeah, we should have a this week in Ewald on this thing. Yeah. This, this I can give you guys a rundown of Ewald's activities on a weekly basis. Yeah, for the, for those of you guys listening, Ewald, you know we've uh, gotten some pretty hot sports takes out of him, but. He's a pretty interesting guy, so I, I kind of like where you're going with that, Tom. Mm-hmm. And not not maybe seven hours after the keg is gone, our Vikes are playing in London. That's right. And uh, took down took care of business against Cleveland, thirty three sixteen was the final. Um, how we feeling going into the bye? I mean, eight games in, six and two. You tell me, we lose. Sam Bradford after game one, and we have a six and two record into the bye to get a chance to get healthy. Mm-hmm. I tell you, that's best case scenario I could have asked for. I, I don't know with, how you guys with feel. a loss at home to Detroit. That one's tough, but six and two with a loss to Detroit, lost to Pittsburgh, second game of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is about as good as you could have hoped. And then that game, Case found out he was starting a half hour yeah, before the true. Sorry, yeah, you get Case in that game the way he's been handling the offense now, and it, I mean, very well could be a seven and one. Obviously, you don't want to play revisionist history too much, but right. And Pittsburgh, I mean, they could be one of the most complete teams in the NFL right now. They're five, they're far. six and two, too, or they already have their buyers this week. Uh, yeah, they're on by this week. They're six they and two, then, six aren't two, they? Yeah. yeah. Six so, and two this week as well. I mean, sitting what second best record in the NFC, just behind uh, Philly, seven and one Philly. Control the NFC North. No mm-hmm. one's really even relatively close. I don't think the Packers will win more than two more games. Um, wow! I, I this is what amazing. Would the, what would the failing Greenway say about that? <laughs> well, Dave keeps telling that Hundley's the goat. I, I don't really see it. Obviously, the guy's what completing less than sixty percent of his pass, fifty percent. Yeah, obviously Hundley's not going to small sample for them. size. But uh, speaking of. We'll, we'll talk on the Packers just a second because the uh, Rodgers went to Conan, was it, last week? Said a oh. whole bunch, of, sh- oh, whole bunch yeah. of stuff about Barr. He's such a baby. Giving him, you know, MFing him as, on his way out. Then Barr comes and said that this Rodgers was doing the same thing. Long story short, it was a football play and it's a football game. And, hey, guess what? These guys don't like each other. 
it's, it's, totally shocked. I mean, it's the most physical sport, you know, that big enough sport in the world. Mm-hmm. You get hit, you get hurt. That happens. A lot of people get hurt. Yeah, and then you're upset about it. Yeah, and then you yell at him, and then he flashes you the crotch sign, like, and you're surprised by that? That's, like, Yeah, it's the least surprising thing in the world. To me, that's a complete nonsense. Yeah, hey, Anthony Barr doesn't like Aaron Rodgers. Like, Anyone oh. shocked by that? <laughs> I, hey, I am appalled by that yeah. notion. That lack of sportsmanship <laughs> from Anthony Barr. No, it's a, it's a non-story, and it matters literally nothing. Right, yeah. But we might as well just get into the uh, midseason report card. Mm-hmm. Starting at the top, QB, Case Keenum. What do you give him? Um, has he played the best at times? No. Has he gotten the team where it needed to be at this point in time? Yes. He gets an A-. minus. I even lean towards an A, just given what you would expect him to do. Right. So I think if you're if you're saying like how he has performed for Case Keenum on the Vikings, that's like an A. I mean, Case Keenum leading the team to six and two as a quarterback in the NFL, probably, probably more like a B. B you know? minus. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I mean, he's not wowing anyone. Nope. He's not blowing anyone out of the water. But he's protecting the football, finding open receivers, finding open receivers, using his legs to make some plays. He's obviously got the confidence of the entire offense. He doesn't throw the football to the other team, <laughs> yeah, which is great. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, for what he's been able to do for his skill set. I still say probably, yeah, A-. minus. Mm-hmm. I can't disagree. You yeah. like that? So we talked about this a little bit last week. Tom, I'd like to get your thoughts on the uh, Teddy situation coming back while we're on the quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, actually, it's funny you guys asked. Mark and I, when I got here earlier, we were talking all about that. Um, there's a lot in flux here. You know, is it Coy? Are they playing Coy with Bradford? Are they playing Coy with Teddy? I think they intend to activate Teddy on Thursday or Friday this week. They have till Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that means. Like, I, I think that it's going to take a a bad game by Keenum, a bad start by Keenum. I don't think the FedEx field is the right place to start Teddy Bridgewater for the no, first time. No, That's a not. dirty field. That's a crappy field. He's got a knee that buckled on turf. Yeah. I mean, what – was RG3 at FedEx? Yes. Yeah, he tore his yeah, ACL for the right, second yeah. time. That was nasty. That was one of the saddest things that I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that when that he just like continued to go down? Yeah, and he just, they just going, kept putting him out yeah, there. Him, him like <laughs> reaching for the football and just every part of his knee just crumbling. <laughs> they almost just horse raced him. Just bring out the shotgun exactly. and kill him on the field. That's <laughs> <laughs> put him down. It's over. That's what I was saying about Zach Miller this week. Yeah, I thought, oh, my God. Bears tight end just snapped his leg. What's, up? What's going on with this? Why are we seeing so many snap legs? I have no idea. Not it's my favorite been a nasty trend. year. Uh, but yeah, I think I don't know. I don't even know if if one bad start by Case right now necessarily means he should come out. I mean, obviously with Teddy behind him, it's the leash is a little shorter. But yeah, so, I, I mean, I would I would have a hard time pulling him out for like a bad game. Who? Okay, so I don't fully understand the, how the rosters work. But if we activate Teddy. Who comes off that list? Does Slaughter that mean, would go to the prize. Oh, right, yeah. Slaughter. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking, how does that affect Bradford? But I guess he's st- technically still there. But we need a capable quarterback. Well, yeah. If Teddy's – I mean, you Exactly, only, yeah. Having having your two backups being Bradford and Teddy is sketchy. Right. The, the question is this. Who's the guy that they, like, intend to start if everyone's healthy? That's the question. Yeah. If Bradford's healthy, does he get the job back? Right. Because this team is elite or above average quarterback play away from being a top five solidified team in this league this year. Right. I think they're as good as the Eagles as a team. I think they're as good as the Steelers. The Pats, of course, are always the Pats. They're going to be tough no matter when. I mean, mm-hmm. You don't really meet them in the Super Bowl. If we get – if you think Teddy's going to be – and above average quarterback, you have to give him a shot. I get it. Case is winning, and I understand that. I, I understand why fans feel that way. I get that. But I'm saying, what are we in it for? Right. The bowl is in our building this year. Case is not going to win us a bowl. We got a great well, team. Well, you don't know that, though. I mean, I think of it as, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? And yeah. he's doing the job. I mean, you see the Broncos win the Super Bowl two years ago behind a great defense. I don't know if you Payton can. was horrible. Then. Right. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you can compare our defense to that. Maybe you can. Uh, maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, Case is doing a good enough job, and you don't want to shuffle things up. I think Adam Thielen came out today and said nobody knows like our offense or and it's obvious. I mean, he's been the quarterback for most of the year, but 
Those guys believe in case. Yes, they do. They do. But that's a football thing. You got to remember that's a football thing. And a football thing is to believe in the guy that's just yeah. If you if Case has a bad game, obviously everyone on this I think it's pretty well documented. Everyone on the team loves Teddy. But if right. let's say Case has a bad game and they yank him for Teddy, how does that? How does everyone react to that? And the, well, yeah. What if Teddy goes out and sucks? Exactly. Right. That's, then we're in a real. Well, and then, then and then what do you think? Case we're in it. And then Case all of a sudden, it's like yeah. you just pulled Case out and he sees that. I mean, yeah, maybe it's a little fire for him. But I don't know. I think they have to be pretty careful about how they go forward with the quarterback situation. I the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean, my prediction is this: I do think we will see Teddy at some point in time this year on the football field, whether in a blowout or a, you know a blowout mm-hmm. one way or the other. Right. I think they intend to activate him. I don't think we're going to see Sam Bradford again. I'd love to. I love Sam Bradford. Obviously, his arm is incredible. But he, Sam is – I. you don't even hear anything from him anymore. Well, no. I, I feel like I, he's just dead. They're keeping him – I think it's just a coy. I think they're keeping he's him just, active. He's just done. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the running backs, obviously, Dalvin goes down. Uh, Latavius and Jet have been serviceable, to say the least, mm-hmm. especially Jet. Um, I'd say, I don't know. Latavius is still hit or miss for me. He's been better the last couple weeks. Yep. Um, and Jarek has been explosive, getting the majority of uh, the playing time. Rightfully so. Yep. And uh, contributing, running the ball and uh, in the air. Catching it, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I'd throw Jarek probably a B plus, A minus. I'd, I'd go with Latavius maybe around a B minus. Overall, the running game, there was a stat, something like uh, – this time last year, uh, the running game for the Vikings, and they were almost doubling them up in, in yards per carry. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, a lot of that has to do with the line, though, as well. I, um, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm As a group, I want to give them an A. Losing Dalvin and running the ball as well as we have, the group deserves an A. we got to remember, Tavis is supposed to be our starter. True. And he has not played like a starter when he's played, other than the one game at home two weeks ago. Right, um, Baltimore. I think he deserves like a B, B minus at the best. Um, Jarek is an A right now. Jarek again. This is for Jarek and what he's supposed to do yes. for your team. He is an A. Yes, for an NFL running back, he's probably more like a B. Yeah, a B, B minus. Yeah, but, but for what he was supposed to be for the Vikings this yes, year and what a. he's producing well, at. And do we know that? Latavius is 100% too. He came into the season with that, point. what, ankle injury or yeah. whatever it was. There's times where he just looks slow. Yeah. He's a big dude too. And he he's, was great in Oakland last year. He had, what, like 12 touchdowns? But they had a great offensive line too. I'm not saying ours isn't good, but yeah, that's a great that point. helps. Yeah, I would say, I mean, obviously losing Dalvin Hurts. If Dalvin's still in, I mean, I, the offense just has a whole different feel to it, a whole different dynamic. Yeah. Um, but they're holding their own. They're it, they're improved on last year. Yes. At least like moving the ball allows the next group of, of playmakers to to make plays, and that's Thielen, Diggs, and the wide receivers. Right. Uh, Thielen has been outstanding. Obviously, Diggs has been a little dinged up. He came back this last week, uh, made a couple of catches. That almost one circus catch on the sideline that got called back. Yeah. Um, but Thielen, I mean, you can't ask for more from Thielen. He's nope. a bona fide number one wide receiver in the league. Anyone who's watched him knows that. Same things with Diggs when he's healthy. I mean, it, you can't expect too much more out of those two guys. No, I mean, I, I, not to give myself a plug here, but you were I was on very that. high you on the Vikings receiver core for the year, and I feel pretty, you know. The, and Diggs' issue continues to be what Diggs' issue has been. Yeah. He can't stay healthy. But right. when he is healthy, he's excellent. Mm-hmm. He obviously wasn't right on Sunday. You could tell. It's yeah. Just, Thielen is and Thielen and Case are clicking. They yeah. clearly have something going there. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if we want to bunch tight ends into it too, but Kyle Rudolph and Case are starting to figure it out too. He was mm-hmm. a little quiet in the first few games. You know, Bradford liked him, but um, he's been the Kyle we know, big country. Yeah, that him him is a red zone target. And I know I said that in the beginning of the year too. Yeah. Bradford loves it. Case clearly started to figure that out too. Yeah. You could tell the first couple of games Case wasn't as comfortable with Kyle. Rudolph as yeah. Bradford was, but yeah. Yeah, nice touchdown on Sunday, and uh, he's been solid as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what about what do you think about Michael Floyd? Because I think they said he was like fourth or fifth in snaps, um, in on Sunday. Was he behind really? Treadwell and Wright? I think. Yeah, I mean, he, he he came back and then he got hurt, and then I mean, I don't know if he really has a spot right now. It's like, tough. I mean, Tre- Treadwell's looked very capable and solid. He's, when he's made some. There. He's made some really nice plays. That that played us up to field goal. Yeah, I mean he fumbled. Consistency it, but it is still a little bit of an, of an issue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's been at least a, a piece, which he wasn't last year. Right. So that's good to see. 
Uh, offensive line, obviously, probably the most improved part of the Vikings this year. Offensive line, yep. Um, they've been good, even sustaining a couple injuries. Um, and like like we said earlier, the running game is pretty much a product of the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, they're giving Keenum plenty of time, and it doesn't hurt that Keenum's much more mobile than Bradford. No, no, it doesn't. Um, I wanted to give a plug to, like, two guys, too. I mean, Danny, Danny Isadora, fifth-round pick, Miami. Mm-hmm. He played great on Sunday. Um, he doesn't even look like we really miss, um, you know, um, left guard. Remind me. Uh, Easton? Easton. Yeah, Nick Easton. Um, and then Rashad Hill plugged in for Mike Remmers, who I quoted as been saying he's water trash. <laughs> I think that if you're going on record, yeah, water if trash. If you want to rate the Vikings offensive line for once again, mm-hmm. what we expected them right. to do or what we were expecting of them, I think they give B plus, A minus. Yeah. They've been really good. Yeah. Pretty much. That's kind of the theme of the Vikes right now is for what they, they were expected to do at the beginning of the year, everyone's been pretty much better. Mm-hmm. I mean, the defense has been what you wanted the defense to be, yep. um, which we'll get to. But yeah, offensive line improved. God. Everson has been an absolute animal. We were saying last week how he maybe a little chip on the shoulder from last year. People kind of handed the keys over to Daniil. Right. Uh, Everson comes out and shows everyone he's still the captain of the defense. Um, but yeah, offensive line. All you could ask from them so far. Hopefully they can stay healthy and, and keep that going. Uh, defensive line. Yeah. I mean, I mean, can't really. The, the entire. Bunch of monsters. Yeah. The entire, like, Linval had a sack yeah. on Sunday. He's just an absolute horse. You Linval hear, hungry. Uh, Linval hungry. You hear, it was a couple of weeks ago on the power trip. Uh, Lieber, they were they had uh, what's his name the mountain from uh, yeah, Daniel yeah, Jones yeah. on and and they were asking Lieber who the uh, strongest guy he's ever played with was and he said maybe Linval, which I don't know why that struck me as surprising but it did, like because you see Everson and he's so obviously like jacked he's an absolute freak yeah <laughs> and then like you see Linval and he he doesn't have the same body type but. You, you forget that he's like a powerful human being. He wears a piece of equipment you know Doug would wear if he played in the NFL, and that's that <laughs> elbow brace. Yeah. <laughs> that thing would just keep my whole right on your left, just keep yeah. it on your left at all times. Make he, sure. Linval is that, that um, like, who's that purple McDonald's guy? You know, they got, <laughs> they got those Grimace. 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 No, that's Linval. Sorry, yeah, Grimace. Yes, Linval is Grimace, just plugging holes. Massive and perfect. <laughs> Speaks like caveman, yeah. just with three words. Yeah. yeah. You no, know, it's it, the whole defensive line. Like, the only, only person, once again, we've talked about this, who hasn't really been showing up that much is Daniel Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, but has it mattered? Right. No. And he's still and he, there. And he's, he's still had Daniel. flashes. I mean, this um, Vikings defense, they don't let you – they don't let you get big plays on first down. Mm-hmm. So then you know, a lot of teams will do the stupid Vikings thing. They'll run on second down and you get two yards. Yeah. And then you're in a third and eight right away. And it's like that's exactly where you want teams to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, moving back a level, you got the linebacking core. Yep. Uh, Barr has been unbelievable. Great. I think a lot of people were actually starting to get a little down on Barr going into the year. Yeah. You know, take plays off, like not giving it 110. Mm-hmm. You know, Kendricks is – you know, keeping the linebacking core together and Kendrick has been good too, yep. but Barr has had a great year. Um, Barr's a terror again, mm-hmm, which is great. Back to like his rookie year yeah. um, when he was just a freak. And yeah, I mean, again, they've been everything you've wanted and a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, you don't really see Gideon very often because, you know, <laughs> it's actually surprising. That, I think that's actually a good thing. Yeah. You don't, you know, like the kind of uh, stay at home NHL defenseman thing. If I'm not calling your name or I don't <laughs> notice you out there, that's a good thing. Yeah. And that's been the linebacking core. And, and, and I think I said this in the preview too, is if we get the Anthony Barr of two years ago, mm-hmm. like that makes us that much better. Look out. And what was two, two games ago again, um, that last home game we had, he was destroying them. Like, he was everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the Packers, too. I mean, right. he, was, he was... Well, obviously. Oh, yeah. Took out Rodgers. Right. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> maybe... Like, he, <laughs> as, as crappy as it is to, like, for, you know, profit... Up, it's not even crappy to profit up injury, but just the way it works, like, that may be the, his biggest contribution of the year. Yep. Just pave the way for I have no problem anyway. saying that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, secondary, Waynes, Rhodes, Sandejo, Harry. Uh, I mean, Rhodes has just been an absolute blanket. People aren't throwing his way anymore. No, he's averaging less than two pass attempts his way, which is incredible. Yeah, that is insane. I mean, and then uh, Sadejo obviously was suspended for which is stupidest thing ridiculous, ever. Yeah, ridiculous suspension. But if you're going to take one, 
you know, Brown's in London, Teddy not Cameron, not the yeah. worst one. Right. And uh, Harry's been uh, Pro Bowl, maybe best safety in the league again. Yep. Um, and Waynes has been, you know, good. I mean, he's not – he playing on the other side of Rhodes is kind of tough because you know you're going to get a lot of action, but um, he's been decent. He's got to stop relying on his speed to take him out of really bad plays. True. That Jameis pass against the box, that should have been a touchdown – um, if Jameis throws the right ball there, but he throws it under, throws it because Wayne's was burned. Right. Uh, but Wayne's has been the weakest spot in an otherwise amazing secondary. And he's limited the pass interferences. Yeah, that's fine. You know, and to hold people if it's going to be a touchdown, you know, everyone knows that rule. Mm-hmm. But I, I give the safety, the defensive back group gets probably an AA minus too. I mean, they've been what you wanted them to be, which is one of the best groups in the NFL, which is awesome. This is like a, a spring semester, spring senior, senior year, spring semester for Tom, for the bikes. Yeah. yeah. A minus, A's, B minus. I mean, yeah, that was my best semester ever. <laughs> I probably, probably was going out the most. I don't yeah. know how that's possible, but you got Yeah. Well, that's, you're mailing it in. Your professors are mailing it in. Yeah. There's like B plus A minus. Yeah. Well, just like that guy contributes when he's here, when he's here half the time. And uh, let's, let's give him what's Friday's after. Froggies, yeah, good about twelve percent, twelve percent chance each other. There's, there's, <laughs> there's a couple of those where I just had to get up and leave. Yeah, um, that was always Go yard in the back, yeah. Come right back, just like <laughs> I, I, your can't, like, I can't do this. Yeah, I have a meeting. <laughs> uh, so that pretty much wraps it up for the Vikings talk. Uh, other NFL news. Probably the craziest trade deadline in the NFL I've seen. Yeah. I mean, it's not like insane like other sports, but Ajayi to the Eagles, Kelvin Benjamin to the Bills. Oh, Uh, hey, the note on the Ajayi to the Eagles, do you guys realize that that was the Sam Bradford fourth rounder? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they got uh, that that starting linebacker for the first we gave them. Mm -hmm. And then then for the JHI. Yeah. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good. Not a bad one for a guy who can't even play this year, huh? Yeah, that's a good return. Uh, Probably, I mean, it's he's a backup, and he may not even play this year. But probably biggest name is Jimmy Garoppolo to the Forty Niners. Yep. Um, which, if anything, it just says more about the Patriots. It says more about the Patriots' plan than anything else. Because I mean, th- does that mean that they expect Tom Brady to play three more years? Yeah, right. So if if, if Tom Brady is planning on retiring after this year, you don't trade Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Or Belichick doesn't think Garoppolo is a, a franchise, a franchise quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the big question. Um, but so why would why would Jimmy not start this year in San Fran? Yeah, I mean, Tom I know Shane he wouldn't. Said that today. Yeah, uh, I know he wouldn't start today. Well, they were talking about but, how Shanahan's uh, system is like tough for quarterbacks. Like uh, it looked too tough for Matt Ryan last well, his year. First year, that was <laughs> yeah, his second true, year. His true. first year, he wasn't great, and his second year, he was good. So they were thinking that maybe okay. it'd be too much to throw him in right away. Or but, they I just mean, want to tank. Yeah. Yeah, that's true and, too. And get a top three. And Jimmy probably doesn't mind the sidelines. He's pretty used to it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> sideline with nicer weather. Yeah, right. Can't uh, be too bad. No, not too bad. And then the Browns and Bengals tried to make a trade with AJ McCarron and somehow couldn't get that <laughs> what, done. What a joke! <laughs> I there's reports that the Browns didn't like like send in their side of the signature or whatever yeah. to the league office in time. Like they just. And I don't know how much I believe that they were like legit celebrating and forgot. Yeah, like popping bottles. Yeah, Yeah, it's like (laughs) AJ McCarron. Come on, yeah, yeah, we got the (laughs) best. He's our guy. But it says something that you you sort of believe it. No, but legitimately, he's the probably behind Jimmy was the second best backup on any NFL roster, and they had him locked up for like bits and pieces. And he would have been. Didn't make the phone call. Right? How inept do you have to be? And and Goodell's a. He's a dick for just not. I don't like, understand why it's even a thing. Yeah, like, just, why can't they just be like, just let him have it? Like, oh, you guys missed it by ten minutes. No big deal. Yeah. Like, so you show up, got to turn a paper in. By yeah, two o'clock. Yeah, like, maybe yeah. two three minutes late. Yeah, oh, your professor yeah, doesn't you know, go. Hey, box is closed. All right. <laughs> yeah, I won't grade your paper. You're failing this class. Like, come on. That's, yeah. that's, no, I agree. I think that's one of those. Like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. Take AJ McCarron, and it's the Browns too. So you think yeah, that they want them to try to get, like, try to get them to be more competitive? Yeah, You'd be like, yeah take AJ McCarron. Take all the time you need. Ticket sales in Cleveland have to be at an all-time low. I don't know. They're Give them a break. Also, Cleveland fans are weirdly optimistic. That's true. So how does this? That's got to give uh, Deshaun Kaiser a little bit, of, a little chip yeah. on the shoulder. He's yeah, got like he. What does he deserve to yeah, like? No, I'm not yeah. saying that, yeah. but like maybe this kickstarts him for real, you know? Yeah, it's like, hey, we don't trust you. 
and you kind of suck. If you want, if you want to talk <laughs> about the Browns, be, yeah, though, so. I agree. If you want to talk about the Browns, though, they trade away the franchise. You know, Wentz. Right. Could have had Wentz. They yeah, had they didn't Watson. take Deshaun Watson first overall this year. They took yeah. Miles Garrett and Deshaun Watson. Like, whoa, yeah, yeah, My whoa, goodness. whoa, what was right? He looks good. <laughs> yeah, they just blow it. They blow everything. They just blow everything. It's honestly statistically. It, we should get the math guys in here. It seems statistically impossible that they've made this many bad decisions. I'll get Mark down here. Yeah. It's like the Wolves. It was like watching the Wolves the last ten years, and all of a sudden they're like, all right, Queen House, Queen House, Thibodeau. Trade everybody from the old regime. And yeah. Here speaking, we are. Of, speaking of bad quarterbacks, Brock Osweiler is going to make his first start for uh, Denver this year. So Denver. he's back in Denver, and we're just <laughs> – nothing's changed. <laughs> the Broncos have no offense, and Brock Osweiler is playing quarterback. So – Brock Chip. The Brock Chip. Doug knew this all along. Yeah. Bring him back. Honestly, it's coming. <laughs> like the whole thing that – like how it worked out for Denver, like, was incredible because the – Texans are still paying like most of his salary. Yeah, right. They get Brock back for nothing. They, they didn't have to sign him for to his, go back like, to Denver. He's like, I'll just go there for five bucks. Back, yeah. no, no, Cleveland's paying salary. Oh, is that who it is? Yes. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. He's uh, just making like oh, a yeah. league tour. And, that, and, and on that note, too, remember that, that I read today, Belichick plans to sign Hoyer, who we didn't even have to get he's in signed. the deal. He's, he's there. He's there. He's there. there. there it is. Yeah. Just, yeah. just <laughs> literally, he's in their brain. What does Church say? They're playing chess, chess when everyone else is playing checkers. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's not entirely wrong. Uh, Josh Gordon reinstated kind of. I don't think he can play games, but he can, like, practice yeah, or something. Yeah, he's, like, eligible to practice in, like, three weeks or something. So, I don't know. Josh, what saga continues. That'll be a nice 30 for 30. Whatever, yeah. uh, Zeke is suspended again or something? Yeah, we don't – something like that. He might he's be. suspended he again, but they're, they're, they did an emergency appeal, so he might not be again. Yeah, so – Suspended, not suspended. No what is – I'm, like, learning more about the court system Every time I try to read, what I'm not. If this, I'm, learning, I'm, I'm like, for, like learning less. <laughs> you know less every time. I know less know every time. Is this, <laughs> is this something that like I can use in court? Can I just keep appealing things and then nothing ever actually coming of it? Yeah. Like, what about all the parking tickets I get from working I in the North appeal. Loop? Do I just say I'm appealing this, and then they go, No, it's back on, and, and then I, I go appeal, appeal, and then you just keep back on appeal, and, and, like till I die, right? Until you're 89. Is that how that works? Deathbed. I would love it if that works. I get about once, one a month. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I'm not sure. Who knows? Uh, and then maybe the taking the NFL by storm a little bit. Juju Schuster. Where do you guys stand on this guy? Juju well, Schuster. Tom yeah. threw a forty-one dollar free agent auction bid at him today and scooped him up. He on dropped thirty-five. Yeah. last week. Um, no, he yeah, he's jumping on the scene, kind of Martavis Bryant of a couple years ago, Martavis just a second man behind AB, and he's like. He's all over. He's biking to practice. He's all over Twitter with like the Mia Will, and yeah. <laughs> Will oh, like yeah. Will struggle to separate from NFL quarterbacks, like quoting it like some scout or something. Yeah. Uh, he's having fun. Yeah, he's, he's he a was, rookie too, a, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. ninety nine yeah. USC Dave's boy. Oh yeah. He had a 99 yard touchdown run and was looking back the whole way. And he said afterwards he was looking back because his mad, mad speed is yeah. only like 82. So he figured he was going to get caught. I like this guy. Pretty good. I think uh, give it like give it like another three weeks and I think well, I'm going to be sick of him. I, I <laughs> yeah, do is wanna, this the guy you met? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Just, I do want to mention, I think it's worth mentioning with this whole thing. This is just Martavis Bryant. It's just another example of like, dude, you're in the NFL. You're making millions of dollars. Like, stop whining. Yeah, like, on a do playoff your, team. Yeah, like, a, a good yes. AFC playoff team. Like, you go out and do your job. You, you shut up. You take your five less targets than Antonio Brown does, yeah. and you'll probably get another contract in the NFL. You'll make enough money for your family and never have to work ever again. Yeah. Well, I think we talked about this last week, too. What he's, I think he's been suspended twice. It's it's clear he's not the brightest he's bulb on the tree. He's, he's yeah, I don't think but, he's – yeah. But, like, yeah. my point, your point is Your point is accurate and valid. It's If you have some, some foresight – and some awareness, you just shut up, take your contracts, and then you're set forever. Right. You don't and you also get to play in the NFL, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool, yeah. Um, that's NFL. MLB Game 7 is going on right now. Yeah, uh, we last had. we saw it was Houston 2, LA 0. 
Uh, still is top two. Uh, Darvish and McCullers tonight. Yeah, and it looks like uh, yeah, Darvish McCullers. Darvish still out there. And so before um, before this happens, yes, because it might. Do we see Kershaw tonight? <laughs> Let's just pretend we didn't just see him warming <laughs> up in the bullpen. Oh, um, I actually did. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I think we see him. I think we see him. I think we see him tonight. Uh, is after okay at. Starting over because this has been an insane series. Right, this has got to be what the best like Major League Baseball World Series that I've seen. Yeah, I think our lifetime in, in recent our memory, generation, in memory. I guess. Um, even last year's Cubs Indians was, was really, pretty crazy. Yeah, that was electric. Um, and a lot of people are saying the best series was the Twins Braves and what was that ninety one or was that the eighty? Yeah, that was um, 91, I think. But but that yeah, was, that, that was, was before our time. Where, uh, Morris went, went 10, 10 innings, yeah. 10 shutout innings. Didn't went the distance. One year before I was born. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, the thing I like is I think we said this last year. Like, this is the best World Series of our generation, and now we're saying it again. So maybe it just keeps going. That'd but, be great. Um, Honestly, the, if we're being honest, if this series needed this kind of action for me to care about it, because Houston and L.A. are just two teams I don't really – I'm not getting up for. Well, you guys yeah. know I'm the I'm the baseball hater here. I just This proves to me everything that – it's been a great series from what I've heard because I've watched very little. Mm-hmm. Proves your point for yourself? No, yeah. That, that, correct me if I'm wrong here, but Houston and Los Angeles, two of the top biggest cities in the entire United States, have probably top five payrolls, both of them, right? For not sure, LA does. I don't, I don't know, know about, buy, I don't know about Houston. You don't think so? I Houston, no. I bet you they're. You up can there. buy yourself a pennant in this sport, and that's why I think it's so messed up about it. But the Houston has a lot of farm pieces that have worked themselves up too. That's no, true. I'm not they, saying they've done it. Reason. I think they've done it the right way. I, I agree. There's a lot more to it. My so point, that's your issue is that there's no salary caps. So yes, they should have just rich teams. They buy should have revenue sharing. They absolutely should. I know it's a hot take to have under like the circumstances of this fantastic series. And, yeah. No, I know. That. I mean, it is kind of a weird deal where you can, if you have an owner that's willing to spend the money, you can just you can just do it. Uh, which is why you see. I mean, the Yankees are always coming back. Boston. Yeah, I mean, it's a decent point. I don't hate it. Funny Dodgers. Is, Dodgers have the highest payroll, and the Astros are the fifteenth highest. So they're right wow, in the middle. Right in the middle. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and the, and the funny thing is, the Twins. Apparently, the Polads are like the third or fourth richest owners in the yeah. Uh, yeah right? they, they just don't spend. They just don't want it. Well, that's the A's too. The A's won't spend anything. Yeah, they just go back to their um, what you call it, their money ball. Money ball. Good guys. You know you that would be model two eighty four. Be <laughs> all over that business. That'll be our softball team next year. We're gonna be pretty low payroll, but yeah, we're gonna have guys who takes walks. So I guess I don't know. The craziest game I think I've seen of baseball, considering the circumstances, was Sunday night when it was just yeah. a twelve twelve slugfest into the 10th inning i'm trying to go to bed get up for work in the morning and i actually can't because you can't just can't, leave that can't game away. um but yeah it's been a crazy series kind of a kind of a kershaw legacy series though too yeah he needs this he was brilliant in game one was it and then um got touched up a bit two nights ago three nights ago and, uh, yeah, no, it looks like he's coming back in out of relief for Darvish. Yeah, we'll so, see if he I can, mean, if he can go, like, five innings and and shut down the Strohs and they can make a comeback. Yeah, he might solidify himself. Otherwise, we might be uh, talking Ewald for our our, um, our <laughs> listeners out there who yeah. remember uh, us asking Ewald. That, it was at the trade deadline. Then the was. Dodgers were red hot, mm-hmm. best team in baseball. We asked him, you know, what do they do to – Make sure they don't mess this up. And he said they trade. He said they trade Kershaw. Yeah, he said he was the very Belichickian response. Is it to was get rid of uh, sell high, buy low. Yeah, cut from the top. And um, I mean, at this point, if the Dodgers lose tonight, I think Ewald is onto something. You're trading Kershaw. <laughs> uh, NHL action: the Wild four four and two last night was absolutely brutal. Tom, you been watching any Wild? Not this year. No, well, not no. yet. Not yet. You usually, yeah, I'm a postseason Wild. My my thing is Mike's uh-huh. Wolves. Go for football, go for basketball, then the Wild, then the Twins. Okay. Throw, throw the links in there for solidarity. Right. Where do they go? Do they, uh, are they yeah. below about, the Twins or above the Twins? Uh, they're below the Twins. Where, do the, where does Minnesota United land? Yeah, I don't. That's, <laughs> that's where they got to be somewhere, right? No. Okay. Not on the radar. <laughs> Not on the radar. Uh, but I don't know. If this is, it's the same. We're in the same situation as last week. Actually, a couple wins this week, but they just need to get healthy. Um they got to stay afloat while they're waiting for Coyle and Parisi um, back. They had Nino back last night for the first time ever. He looked a little bit rusty, but that's to be expected. Uh, Cunnan's actually looked really good, which has been promising. 
Uh, this might be something you like. So Connor McDavid and his girlfriend dressed up as Trump and Melania, yeah, and there had been some outrage. I mean, it's a freaking Halloween costume. Okay, no, the, no, no. The real thing is he's Canadian, so who cares? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. It's Canuck. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. He, if you're a Canadian or from a different country, you can dress up as like any political figure in the U.S. that you want. Listen, like me dressing up as the Queen of England. Unless you dress up as someone who's literally like like murdered millions of people. Like, if you do a Hitler costume, I get why that wouldn't be funny. But, like, like just why are you so sensitive? Like, it's Halloween, you know? It's 2017. Like, whatever, though, man. Like, you, you're, as Kaz would say, if that offended you, you're a loser. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, the guy's Canadian, so it really shouldn't matter. It's it's He's he's the president. People were doing the Barack thing, too. But you knew this would happen this year. Oh, yeah. But what's, With Trump. So I what's mean, offensive about a Donald costume? Just because you don't like Donald? Or is it offensive if you do like Donald? Like, that's I don't even understand who's offended by it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Is Are you pissed at people making fun of Donald, or are you pissed at people supporting Donald? Right. I don't... Either way, you're... you're Someone's getting pissed. Well, I think in most cases, you, you're probably making fun of Donald if you're dressing I would up say if you're sure, dressing But then up people think that you're supporting Donald. So, so then they hate it. So it's just you, like... You're hated by both groups. Yeah, you can't. It's a lose lose. At this point in time, I'm I'm going to be dressed up as strictly like animals. Like you can't get offended <laughs> if I'm just like a dog. <laughs> so there's you can't nothing, go wrong with that. nothing wrong there. Nothing to see. Um, I did have a note on the, in the wild. And I think it's a bigger picture thing. Because um, I do actually, you know, I listen to uh, Nanny when he's on with Barrero, and I do yeah. follow the wild, like kind of like in the news and things like that. Mm-hmm. It seems like, and this was the case last year too. We've had this really great young core, but they just haven't progressed to the point where, like, we're a playoff winner. Yeah, so I think the biggest issue is that none of them have, uh, like, solidified themselves as, like, a superstar. That's the, I, that's, that's exactly what I meant. Like, so not like, Nino, it's not, not Granlin. They're all 20. There's, like, on the wild, when they're all healthy, there's, like, five or six, maybe even seven, like, 20 goal scorers. And that's, I mean, that in itself is great for regular season. Like, you can spread your scoring out. Like, one night one guy's hot, one night another guy's hot. Um, but, like, in the postseason, you need you need guys that you can turn to, like, for a seven, like, ride for a seven game season. Well, that's what I was saying, too. It's and there's like, just not really anyone like that on the wild. Why did we get beat by the Blues last year? The Blues actually were pretty well. Tarasenko. Tarasenko. That's, that's exactly what I wanted you to say. That was yeah. my point. They have a guy that will just get you a goal right. every single freaking game in the playoffs, yeah. and we have none of those guys. Parisi, great player, Not can't get guys. you a goal when you need one. No, I know. Super I just, great player, can't see, get you a goal when you need one. The Wild outshot the Blues in like four of the five games, and and puck wasn't in the net. No, exactly. And it's 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 painfully obvious and as a fan there's literally nothing you can do except try to get your hopes up try to spin zone it yeah, and it's, it's a just, bummer because they're a great like team they're mm-hmm. a good team they just don't have like no. the Blackhawk effect yeah they don't have Kane and Taves they yeah, don't have exactly. Sidney Crosby they don't have McDavid they don't have Stamkos and Kuznetsov they, they don't have those guys and until and the issue too right now is that they're going to be a playoff team for the foreseeable future so they're not going to get any one of those guys in the draft. It's going to be the hump. The hump's just going to stay there. They're right? going to have to they're going to have to get lucky in the draft like Datsuk and those guys were late round picks and it's possible but that I mean or, or trade, trade for one of these guys. Yeah, like, that's what they thought they were doing with Parisi and Suter however many years ago. You know, four or five years ago, they they went with the big offseason well, signing. Well, why not? Guys. Why not package a Nino and a Granlin for like a Tarasenko on a bad team, a tanking team? Like they picked up pieces last year. They didn't like get the guys. Yeah. Someone that they wanted yes. to send him, but like he's probably not coming to Minnesota. Um, wouldn't show up. So, at what point do you go? Does Boudreaux go full full Childress Favre? Get on the phone and call yeah. up Richard Park. That's a good back. point. Uh, <laughs> I think we're almost there. We're getting close. I got Danny Heatley resign him. We are almost to Richard Park territory. Uh, NBA Wolves are on right now, beating up on the Pelicans. Looks like it's a possibility they move to five and three. <laughs> Look like they're playing defense right now, which is a shock. Right. Uh, I'll actually, I'll leave you guys for this one. How, how, are, we, how are we feeling? Well, we're, we're four and one with Jimmy. Yep. Um, so it's clear that we're going to depend on him. It's, it's still early in the season. We've had a couple ugly losses, um, a good win in Miami the other night. Yeah, we gave up a lot of points, but they showed they could close games, and their defense was a lot better in that overtime. Um, so, it's yeah, I think there's growing pains. They're still figuring it out, but you can see what we've got here and what can be. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel – 
very good about the team. You said it. Jimmy's the glue, right? Yes. You got to have Jimmy in there. He's the passer. He's the facilitator. He just makes things happen. He's right. a defensive we playmaker. We run through Jimmy. He, he makes them play defense. I think you have to be encouraged from what you've seen. Teague, who's driving right now. Um, he's played a lot better his last few games. I mean, he just about turned it over. But yeah, <laughs> No, he's he, he's going to be what we thought he was. He's going to hit open threes. I mean, um, he's Cat's going to get his. He's got to play better man defense. Yep. The Do you Wolves. guys feel, feel good about that uh, trade-off with oh, Rubio? Gosh. Team for Rubio? What do you think? Well, Stick I, Rubio I'm not on this sure team? yet. I'm not either. I'm not sure yet. Um, I mean, Teague's played well the last few games. Um, and, I mean, our offense is the fourth best efficiency-wise in the league right now. Yeah. And it's just we just got to get it done on the defensive end. And that's been our problem. And mostly, like, the young guys, Cat and Wiggins, need to step up. And I still think that they can and they will. And I yep. think Jimmy's going to help that. Um, and Rubio was – I mean, he was a good defender. He was a good defender. He just – didn't have it offensively, and he, I mean, Thibodeau clearly was ready to move on. And We've seen things that we knew we were going to see, right. which is them struggle to find rhythm in the first 20 games. Mm-hmm. But if they come out of these first 20 games with a winning record, I think you're going to see them start to soar. Like, I think it's already proven. I think, I think I've seen enough between, like, Cat Wiggins and Jimmy together that, like, they're well, eventually going to. We got a scary big three. Yeah. You know we're going to score. If yeah. we can figure out that defense especially, Yeah. So this is something that I, I'm basically just picking off from people. Well, mostly one of my buddies who was a Chicago fan. Um, Bulls two point Yeah, you worried about the Thibodeau riding mm-hmm. the starters a little bit too much? Yes. I, I Doug, I'll let you. Yeah, see. no, I mean he's had that reputation before, and even last year I think like Wig Cat. Um, Wiggins was number well, one in minutes. They, in minutes played per game. In the like, NBA. It was, that like, was like three or four. The five Wolf starters, which wow. was ridiculous. Um, but I think where that needs to change is our bench. And you see a guy like Belly coming off the bench in the top ten shooting percentage from three this year so needs far. Play more. Tyus is playing pretty well. You got Jamal Crawford. I think they're going to change the script a little bit for Tibbs if they play well enough. Right. And we can depend on those guys to come out and not just – you know, lay an egg. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I, I think the other thing is like, I, I, you know, I've said this, Doug, you're going to laugh when I say this, but I said belly is the X factor for this team. Yeah, he is. Because he's the guy that kind of like will can freak out a, a second team defense, like their, yeah. their bench defense. He's a six foot 10 guy who can stroke a three, take you off the dribble, can dribble up the court. I, I have said along a lot of, a, a, a lot of the time in the preseason here that I think that he might deserve a lot of minutes over Taj certain times when the matchup dictates it. Cause like he's going to be sitting in that corner. I mean, like you can't, yeah. but uh, I mean, I agree with everything Doug said. I mean, it's, uh, there's a ton of hope and, and if the bench plays better, they're going to get more minutes. Yeah. yeah. Let's just say we feel better than we did a week ago when we were watching the Wolves get just destroyed by Indiana Detroit. and Detroit. Yeah. Who yeah. actually have proven yeah, to be we were watching, pretty good teams. Was Detroit, Detroit four and, watching? Yeah, it was yeah. Detroit's Detroit four and two, aren't they? Yeah, and Indiana just beat San Antonio and whoever else. I mean, they've been good, but I don't know. Feel pretty good about the Wolves. Yeah, better than the Cavs situation right now? Oh, man. Yeah, Cavs. I think they're three and four. Um, apparently, according LeBron's to LeBron's already there. Yeah, LeBron's already got these whining. He's got the excuses. Ty Lue said the Cavs just aren't having fun. Uh, oh, you, you said your, that? your early season drama going. Oh, but that's incredible. They're seven games in, and they're already just not having fun. Yeah, no fun. They, they, so honest God, we talked about this beforehand, and the whole like LeBron saying at two different times in this offseason that it was either the best offseason of his career or the the worst offseason <laughs> career just over. proves he's a mental midget like he can't <laughs> he can't handle any like adversity without it becoming something like a bigger storyline than it needs to be right like he got a little dinged up in the offseason now it's the worst offseason ever he's, he's like a like a 10 year old with <laughs> with a cough he's yeah and he's under a microscope but um yeah on, his, he has been since he was like 16 but uh, the crap. It yeah, doesn't matter. They're the gonna crap. win the East and it doesn't matter. So <laughs> they will. And how about how about we should we should hit on Boston. They're five and two right now. Yeah, they've been good. Um after losing Gordon in that first game. How about that Mark stat today though? DeMarcus Cousins is averaging more assists per game than Kyrie Irving and shooting more threes per game than uh um God, who was it? like um Clay Thompson. 
Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Boogie just Boogie chucking and chucking. Yeah. Good for him. Boogie killing it. Uh, college football playoffs this week. First uh, rankings that they sent they sent out. Georgia one, Alabama two, Notre Dame three, and Clemson four. Yeah. Um, I, to be honest with time. you, this is about the time where I'll start like get, dipping into my college football a little better. I, I feel the same way too. I mean, so, I'll, I'll watch the early Gophers games. The Gophers start winning a lot. I'm like glued in heavy, but now I'm starting to be like, all right, I'll start feeling it out. Yeah. Couple I'll, I'll start dipping We're in conference play heavily. Yeah, we got. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State this right. weekend. Like, I'll start dipping into my college football a little bit better. I was uh, I'm a little bit disappointed in the, the P.J. Fleck uh, show so far, although he doesn't have a lot of his own guys. Right. I, mean, I thought, you know, you, you, you got a chance to beat Iowa. You don't do it. You, you have a chance. Lost to Maryland. Yeah, and, uh, oh, shout out to Max Bordenschlager, QB1 of Maryland right now. That's cousin, your boy, right? Cousin. Yeah. yeah, your cousin. That's right. Really? Yeah, he's beat the Gophers. Nice. Yeah. Um, they shout played. Uh, they beat uh, Indiana this week. So, hey. Two big time wins. Yeah, hey, the, the blood, the fam. But yeah, but we you, all agree the Gophers should have taken care of Maryland. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, do, yeah. Do you? Are you still like optimistic about Gopher football going forward? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. This, I don't. I frame that as like a judgment on PJ. Like, uh-huh. no, he he needs four years. You need to see the guys he recruited become seniors and juniors. Because right. um, I always said there really is no reason why they should have. Like a consistently worse team than the Badgers. If you think, like, you think, like, the school yeah, size. Yeah, but you know that, whole, oh, it's Madison. Yeah, oh, but that, that shouldn't be a thing if you're. Oh, have you ever like, been to Madtown? Oh, it's so crazy. We had, we, a good I friend think of that's ours, the dumbest thing in the world as well. Our good and friend I'm, of a, ours, I'm a Badger fan. A good friend of ours literally said that he heard LSU fans say that Camp Randall was a better experience than Tiger Stadium. That's how delusional these people are. They are delusional. <laughs> I agree. That sounded like the start of a good Trump feud, by the way. <laughs> I have a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, if you think, like, location. Big Ten, like city, everything that you can like recruit a young kid to is it, not that much different except for culture, I guess, well, in Madison when, than Minnesota. When they finish these new practice facilities, mm-hmm. they're supposedly going to be the nicest in the Big Ten other than like Ohio State and Michigan. Right. They'll be better than Nebraska, and Nebraska's got like the – was the shining jewel 10 years ago. So. Right. Well, Maryland's one too. They've got – they're doing a whole bunch of stuff over there. they got the Under Armour factor, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so keep it. I, I actually think it's kind of interesting that Georgia's ahead of Alabama. I did, I did too as well. I I know. I think Alabama's had kind of a cupcake schedule, and they're but they're just blowing out all the bad teams they play. Well, so like, what else are you supposed to do? Yeah, what do you? You're Alabama. Like they haven't I, messed up yet. Th- this right? is strange that it's this way, just for the fact that one of these teams is, is gonna, Alabama. Right. Well, and the other thing too is Georgia Bama. They're going to be playing each other in the SEC championship game, right? Right. So like. It does. If Georgia loses, are they out of the top four? I don't think so. Not, isn't isn't that exact situation the reason the playoff was created? Yeah. So if the SEC or the Big Ten title game contains the top two best teams in the country, one of them doesn't get booted from the chance at a national championship just because they have to play each other at the end of the year. Right. So now, okay. So Ohio State beat, beat Penn State, and so Ohio State's going to be playing in the national cha- or not the, the Big Ten championship game. Automatically, right? you think? I think so. they haven't lost a conference game, have they? I don't know. They lost Michigan to Oklahoma. State, right? no, no, they that lost was... to Oklahoma. That's it. Boston. I think that's it. But that's not. Um, yeah, but they beat Penn State, so they'll they'll come out of the East. Sure, probably well, play Wisconsin. Right? Oh, that's right. That's how they do it. It's by yeah. standings. Yeah, right. right. There's no tournament. Yeah, right. Yeah. So let's say let's say Wisconsin. Well, if Wisconsin beats Ohio State, then they're in, and Penn State and Ohio State will be right. out. Has Wisconsin lost? hasn't lost yet? Yeah, but they've just had a cakewalk. Yeah, they're nine in the college football like playoff rankings okay. and five in like the national polls. Or yeah. Anyway, uh, head to overs of the week. Ev, you want to lead us off? Yep, I'm going with the Rams at the Giants. I think uh, the, the it's at 42 right now. I think they're going to hit that. Rams coming off the bye. They've been one of the better offenses this year. And then you got Somehow. you got the depleted Giants and Eli Manning. But um, we might see old Eli this weekend. I, I, got, I got a little source up in New York that says something's coming. So... Hit that one for sure. <laughs> I got uh, I got Jeffs and Jets and Buffalo on Thursday night. I took the Thursday night game last week, and uh, Baltimore hit it by themselves. So that was, <laughs> yeah, forty. That was awesome. <laughs> forty nothing. They hit that one by themselves. Uh, the Thursday night games have been kind of weird this year. So I, yeah. I'm like, I, you look at Jets versus Buffalo, and you think, 
under. Yeah. So hit the over. Smash uh, you got Buffalo Ed and Benjamin, and then you got McCown, who's just been he's been pretty good. good. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see the KFC video of him talking about like how the Jets are just like blowing their blow? They're, like, they're, they're blowing their, their they're tank. Doing, yeah, they're blowing they're blowing their tank. Like it's like Josh McCown is single handedly ruining their tank. They should have put <laughs> in. They're going to win seven games. They should have put in what's his name Christian Hackenberg at the start of the year just to make sure that they lose all the games because you're right he's absolutely right too because they've won enough games to where they're not going to get a top three no and they're they haven't won enough they're they're not going to make playoffs they're in no man's land they're basically in what we like to call vikings territory seven and nine exactly it's horrible all right tom what do you got uh i got cowboys chiefs um alex smith obviously number one for mvp right now he's no no turnovers can't be can't be slowed down they do, that, they do that shovel pass to Kelsey up the middle. Kelsey, yeah. We, we talked Kelsey drama. Uh, did we hit on that last week? No, what about it? The Kelsey drama in our fantasy league. Oh, yeah, the uh, the drop. That was ridiculous. Oh, let, me, let me pose the question to you. Yeah. <laughs> I've only seen what I saw in the emails that, if, that Mark sent out. If someone in the fantasy league you were playing in dropped, we- dropped the number one tight end and another player to add a bench player, so why he accidentally dropped Kelsey, or he did he, that on purpose? No, he claims he claims he accidentally. Oh, I'm sure a, he did. Well, come on, you got to assume it was accidental. But it's the question is just whether or not you punish him. But, for it. but yeah, the question is whether or not you punish him for it. Would you punish him or not? But like the other thing is, he went to the group about it instead of just texting yeah, commissioner yeah, right that's, away. That that was his biggest mistake, his and blunder. I almost think he should be punished just for that. Yeah, because if if that you just add, you ask Mark. The commissioner, right? To can you please reinstate him on my team because I I just fucked and up. No one knows. No one ever. He never hits the free agent. I know. And so that's that's you're right. Because yeah. then no one would ever know that there would be no controversy. Mm-hmm. But he, but he he says it. Oh guys, I blew it. And Church already bid seventy dollars to get <laughs> Church. Uh, and remember Church is Fred too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you got the same yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. would have been on your team. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think if he just goes to the commissioner, it's like a pretty obvious. He just throws him back on the team, no, no problem. Yeah, but since he went to the group, I think that's, he, it's basically like throwing meat into a. It's a, can of worms. Yeah, right it's there. a yeah. piranha den. Yeah, yeah. But sorry to get back to my my overall. I'm, I I still think Dallas without um, with or without. Who yeah. knows at this point? Yeah, he, does he play? Does he not? Is there, there an injunction he? filed at eleven fifty five on Sunday? Lord knows. Um, but I, yeah, I'm taking that one. I like, I like high it. flying offense. The Chiefs, the Chiefs alone have put up so many points. Um, Chiefs have been just confusing. You still know they're going to lose to the Patriots and AFC Championship. Yeah. There's just nothing that they can do about that. It's an inevitability. It's tough. You've got to be tough to know that's yeah. coming. No, hey, well, watch out for those Broncos. Yeah. yeah the Broncos <laughs> my AFC team. Hey, Trevor Simeon, my boy. I love that guy. <laughs> he, he's yeah. Well, now he's riding. He and I. He and I Trevor Simeon and I, we're connected. We go way back. Trevor Simeon. Goes down a path here. Trevor Simeon may have thrown the worst interception. I've seen on Monday night. Was it the one back across his body? No, I was talking about the one down the the right side. Oh, that was first quarter. It was it was like maybe five yards short. Um, and he had time in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> How about do you see Tyreek Hill's interception? Yeah. Has he ever thrown a football? First of all, <laughs> left-handed. Sweet. Second of all, that was a little. It was basically like. Bloop. Are that we was sure? It, that was Are the beginning sure? of you worrying about our fantasy game. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're like, how is this Game possible? Yeah. Are we sure that Tyreek Hill is left-handed? We are not sure. I almost think he just didn't want to cross-body that thing. That might have been it. Yeah, and he was like, like this will be easier. Let's go lefty I'll on just this. shovel it left. It's too easy. Basically yeah. I can do everything else. So, All right, uh, to close out the short, uh, show, we got unwritten rules. Tom and Ev are flying this week, so yeah. we're going to do unwritten rules of flying. Um, I'll start it off because this bothers me. Uh, well, actually, pretty much everything about flying. I feel bothers very me. strongly about one of the items we have listed here. I'm sure you do. I feel very strongly about all of these items. <laughs> I'll start from the top and I'll do carry-ons. If you think there's like a 50-50 shot, your carry-on's not going to fit. Check it. I don't want to see you jamming your thing in. I just, <laughs> it's like the, it's got to be like quick. It's you throw it up, you find your seat. Like I'm, I have like like anxiety when I'm like in the hall, like in the 
like yeah. walkway. Yeah. So I want to be just toss it up, sit down as quickly as possible. Are I want everyone else like, to do that as well. Are you saying this is like if you think there's a fifty five percent chance that your carry on won't fit, you check it like at security, or are you saying check it at the door? Check it at the door. All right, because the door check is one of the sneakiest best yes. things about yeah, well, the door. Yeah. Every flight guaranteed they're gonna say, oh, if anybody and, wants to check it back, we'll do it yeah. for free because yeah, there's not in a hurry. hurry. Thank yeah. you. Every single yeah. flight. Yeah. yeah, literally every yeah. time. Yeah. Absolutely, just check it at the door. See, Dave and I, he vehemently disagrees that that's not a good thing. But he's always, you know, cruising, trying to get in and out. And if you're, like, in that last zone and you know that they need bags to be checked, don't try to bring your bag on. Check that bag. Because you're going to just be walking all the way up and down the plane, getting in people's way, trying to find a spot for your bag, and it's not going to fit. Yeah, if you're last ones, yeah, you – Send that bag to the back. Yeah, especially if you're flying by yourself. Yeah. If you're flying by yourself or with, like, one other person and you don't really care where you sit, just – or if you have an assigned seat, just check it. Yeah. Check it at the door. I, I actually agree with you in principle of, like, the jamming part of it. Like, because a lot of times the jamming is done by, like, a woman who barely got it up there to begin with. Uh-huh. Got And up? then <laughs> Sorry. got Pardon? the bag up to the – you know, she, she hauls it up there and she's just – She's freaking out because yeah. she's like, I got to get this thing in because it's the end of the world if that thing has to go get right. checked. And then the we door. got now all of a sudden the flight attendants are involved. Man, I mean, I'm getting anxiety from watching you do it. Like yeah. you're kind of like pissing people off because you're hitting their bags. Yeah. It's, a, it's an uncomfortable situation for everyone. I don't like it. Uh, anyone else want to go? Yeah. Um, so we, we talked about oh. this one a little earlier oh. too. <laughs> I, I'm going to hold. I think I'm gonna, we're going to wait off on that second one. I think that's, <laughs> okay, the, that's one. the biggest um, one for sure. I think you need to establish if you're going to lean that seat back or not pretty early, right? Yeah, right so, away. And I, I'm horrible at this. Like, I never lean it back because I feel bad about the people behind me. I too. And I shouldn't because everybody does it. The guy in front of me, 100%, is just going to crank that thing back. <laughs> yeah, that is oh, my way. But you, you have this guy in your lap and you're worried about leaning back yourself. Yeah, right. That's, the, that's a classic situation. That's, and that's right. But if you're going to do it, Make your decision early, right? Because, sure. like, all of a sudden you're watching a movie on that little screen if, you, if you're lucky enough, mm-hmm. you know, and wham, that seat comes flying back. Like, yeah, mid-flight. Cool. It's like, whoa, there's, hey, buddy. Like, There's nothing more have jarring my, my than seeing here. someone coming at you. I yeah. feel extremely strong about this one. Okay. It is 100% your right to lean that seat back. Yes. I agree with some, you know, don't fly it back in the middle <laughs> of the flight. Do it early. I do. Right when the seatbelt sign goes off and it's like, you know, trade tables are not. The seat's going back. I do it every time. <laughs> I'm a big guy. I hate flying because of that. Mm-hmm. One reason alone. I, mean, I don't mind it overall. But, yeah, dude. It is your right. You should not feel bad at all for leaning your seat back. Uh, I generally don't, but I agree with Evan that it, it needs to be done right away. Sure. I, I can get behind If it that. wasn't okay, they wouldn't give you the option. Anyone, anyone behind me being angry at me for leaning my seat back that I paid $500 <laughs> for can, can literally, you know. Kick rocks. Yeah, like go kick rocks. Jump out the plane. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you <laughs> take the seat on the way. Sit on your wife's lap, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tom, you want this next one? Yes. Uh, standing up too early, it's it's the most nonsensical thing it makes ever. No sense. I get an extra 15 minutes to just sit and listen to music in a chair. Who, If you choose, and this is a standing guesting thing too. Like I get it like occasionally, but like if you choose to stand in a crowded hallway over to sit in a if seat. If you choose to stand instead of sitting pretty much in any situation, you're, you're an insane. idiot. You're an idiot. You're yeah. just a moron. Yeah. I, 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 no. And then they, they give everyone anxiety again. It's like, and then yeah. there's people who immediately get up and they grab their bag and they rip it down <laughs> and they're like, and they sit up on someone's back. And yeah, it's they're like, trying to get through like yeah, the already established line. Like, come on. The other thing too is that they We're have- We're at the back of the plane, buddy. <laughs> you have all the bags. Unless you're in the aisle lane, you have all the, you can't even stand up all the way like you're crouched over your neck is bent trying to like stand while you're underneath yeah. like the lights and stuff and have you ever had the person when you're the you're the aisle seat and the people next to you are wondering why you aren't standing up oh or don't, don't look at me i'm sitting in my chair i can't go yet why would i stand up if you're standing next to me i might sit longer i might just wait out our aisle yeah. out of spite yeah I, we might be the last aisle hey, out of here because, because, I'm I'm sorry, sorry, but, I'd be like you know what's going on yeah. like well we it's can't not our, yeah I, I, I literally can't move if i stood up i would be right here because we live in a society with rules and we can't go yet that that yeah it baffles me i hate it and it gives me like you can stand when the group in front of you know, the aisle in front of you is grabbing their bags if you want to get up and, and grab your bag and i guarantee you if you walk me down a crowded plane i could point out with 90 percent accuracy all the standards yeah, like you know the standards like you see him you're like that's a standard yeah he's getting up yeah, right he's away he's getting up he's gonna <laughs> yeah. fly come on kids we're getting out of here bag. this guy's this guy's standing 
Yeah, that the standing desk thing brings me to a different argument I had about that, where I, I don't understand who in their right mind. Like, if you want to stand every once in a while, like go up and take a walk or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I get yeah. that. You get, yeah. you get tight. If you could give me a desk in a bed, I would take that. Yeah, I would lay down and do my work. Like if I could. crank it back. And yeah, just, just sit there like yeah. that. If yeah. I could invert a computer screen uh-huh. and, and lay down, why wouldn't you? Yeah, why? It's more comfortable. Yeah, less less weight. Uh, do you guys airplane mode your phones? Yes, I think I do because of battery. I don't buy the like. What the, is the thing? Is it a radio thing? Yeah, I don't buy the radio frequency thing. Like, yeah, at I don't. All. That doesn't. <clears throat> that's not a thing. I don't buy it just because I know a lot of people don't do it. But I will say, I'm not taking. I'm not <laughs> one to take risks when I'm thirty thousand feet in the air. Fair enough. So that's, I'm, that's a fair point. I'm doing everything they tell me to do. Yeah. You, you're not going to be that guy who yeah. took a plane. I'm yeah. not doing <laughs> you don't want to be that Fred guy. West yeah. used his cell phone in yeah. the air yeah. and the whole fried the computer system for <laughs> the plane. Forgot to turn his airplane mode on and, and fifty like, people died. Yeah. Have you ever heard <laughs> of this? Have you ever heard of this? Like, no. And, and no, no, no story has ever been told of someone with a cell phone signal that jammed the or like screwed up a, a plane. Yeah, you're right. No, no, I've never heard of that, and there's 100% people on every flight that don't do it. I still think I'm not do- – I'm still turning it off. Not taking that chance. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to be that guy who yeah. – I-, I go as far as, it, like, if I'm, like, in the air, like, low enough where, like, I'm still getting LTE so I can keep my iTunes that I haven't downloaded, like, yeah. my Apple Music rolling, the lady will come by and tell me to shut that thing off, and I'll just go, okay, and I'll turn it right back on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's the that's a classic. I mean, they – is there anyone with, like, less authority than a flight attendant? Yeah, where it's like – Buckle. It's like all right, and then they leave, and then you just unbuckle. That's okay. Is there is there a more useless piece of equipment than a seatbelt on a plane? If yeah, we're like, going down, we're going down. Buckles yeah, in you, gonna, buckles <laughs> you into a death seat. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't even have the shoulder strap. You're just ripping me in half. When yeah. you hit the <laughs> uh, what about armrests? Middle guy does he does the middle guy earn the right to both armrests? I think he the, should just for having the you think so? Yeah, like, for sure. Well, it depends too. Like if you get there first, plop those babies down, establish position. I think you. Yeah, I think it's first come first serve. I think you need to. You, you and the person next to you need to establish like whose side, whose front or who's back, up and who's who back. Gets, yeah, who gets yeah. the front, who gets the back. I think you can share an armrest. You absolutely can share an armrest. Yeah, and I, I'll be I'll be honest. I'm one of those people too. Who, like if. If my leg is touching your leg and you freak out, like whatever, you're. you're I have immediate. no problem if if our legs are touching. No, like if, if you it's and I are the way it is. We're tight. If you and I are feeling like this. Like if, this isn't weird. If we were on a flight, our legs would be touching. Yeah, 100%. we wouldn't think it's, it's the way it goes. It's not weird. It's you, not weird. There's gonna be some contact. No, if yeah. you don't want contact. Drive. Yeah. Like you, you, you fly the plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I got no problem. You know, I've said this to some people who are like, they do the cross yeah, the legs thing. thing. That, that's great. Give it's me fine. more space. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool like, touching you. Are my legs are going to be at least at like a forty-five degree angle. <laughs> I'm letting I'm letting the puppies air out here. Yeah. I'm not gonna. We're, you know? We can't. I can't be. If we're gonna be on a plane, I'm gonna be as comfortable as I possibly. Right? Oh, here's one. Here's one for you guys. Um, Actually, one rule too. Always ask for two snacks. Always ask for two because you'll get them. Really? Oh, yeah. also, I've never failed. Don't I, wake uh, me up if I'm sleeping and the snack yes. person comes around. Oh, hey, that's uh, a you want a water? Do you want a, hey, do you want anything? If I'm uh, asleep, I, was, I was sleeping. <laughs> I actually finally fell asleep yeah. in the plane. You disturbed that. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I don't. You don't need to wake me up for half of a ginger ale. Like, I, I, <laughs> yeah, it's one sip and then they just come back and yeah. like trash. Yeah. Um, okay. How about shoes? Oh, keep can you wear? Okay, keep them on. Can you? Oh, I thought. Can you wear flip flops? Ooh, yeah. I don't don't see any reason why. why I mean, I've done it, and I do it because it's easy. I wear my boots almost every time this summer. Think how disgusting, and I think of this every time, and I like cringe my toes up, curl them up when you're walking through security with bare feet. Oh, I I hadn't really thought of it that way, honestly. Yeah, Yeah, it's almost worth it right there. See, I my my mother was always like big on us like dressing. Pretty well when we fly. Yeah, my mom. You know, did like like you have to wear like a collared shirt Wait, and like it, I no That's sweats. Old I yeah. Like it. yeah. So like I, Miss West, classy lady. Yeah, yeah. Miss West. So I Love still wear day. like jeans and and something when mm-hmm. I fly, which. It sucks, kind of. Actually, I should stop. I should stop doing it's that. Great. I went the full other way. I'm wearing the gray Nike and the green Guinness. Like every time, Guinness if it's the summertime, Guinness. man, that's the comfy outfit. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. How about how about this is a controversial topic. I have two, I have two and they're related to smells. Farting on a plane. Well, you uh, try not to. Yes, but like if you're buckled into the window seat and you're like dying, like your that burrito is just hitting all the gas lines. <laughs> Because 
air movement on planes pretty pretty excessive. It'll move pretty quickly away from your area. Yeah, yeah. you can get away with it. Yeah, I mean, right? Well, saying about, it's, are we saying it's it's completely disgusting that I do that sometimes, or are we saying well, it's somewhat yeah, acceptable? You're in a confined space, say, but I'd have to get up and get everyone to move. And what if I have bad gas? Well, I think from hanging out with you for some time now. I think they'd rather get up and smell it. <laughs> I think if you if you <laughs> have just kill themselves, I don't know. If you have like the awareness and you know it's coming and you can get up and make it to the bathroom, I think that you owe your your aisle mates that. That's courtesy. fair. That's fair. But if it happens, I mean, it happens. I'm not. I mean, I just you know I, from my experience, it, it natural parts, bodily. Yeah, you know. from my experience, it blows away pretty quick. Yeah, it usually blows away from your own self quicker than everyone else. That's true. <laughs> like you lose your own self quicker, quicker than everyone else. And my second part of this was: Are you going to number two? On no, the no, 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 no. That I wasn't. I'd love to talk about that. I was going to go with the second question being: Is it acceptable to take your shoes off if you're wearing socks? I think that's a hell, hell no. No, my, I know my feet. Stinky feet yeah. are hideous. If someone next to you takes off the shoes and they got you smell like the whole flight. I think that's a big time no no. I, I got new shoes like a week and a half ago, and I've worn like a fresh pair of socks every day, and my shoes already smell. I have that stinky sucks. feet. Yeah, I do too. I my feet stink, but yeah. it's just like yeah, you try so hard not to. Yeah, I've been like shoes. trying. Like I don't work out or anything. I'm just wearing them to work and stuff, yeah. and they're already smelly. So no, don't take leave those shoes on. Agreed. All right, that's all I got. Yeah. You guys good? Yeah. I think yeah. Gonna, hey, thanks for having me on, guys. It's absolutely, been, it's been fun. Just some some great some great chatter here. Just guys being dudes talking shop. Yeah. Just dudes being dudes. Yeah. Off yeah. to Nashville we go. Hey. Off to Nashville, you guys Nashville, be safe. Yeah, we'll get you an update on Nashville. And need a need some yeah need some church picks. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, that's going to do it. What are the chances? Last question. What are the chances a bunch of us come down with church foot? Oh. Uh, like 75 yeah 75 percent yeah there'll be some amputations <laughs> all right that's gonna do it for us uh have another great week hammering that over guys